I get to everybody. So I'll tell you, Maisa. You know, the, there was once a Jew in, uh, in Russia, it goes back a while back, and uh, the pre- profession that he had was he was a Malamed, a Malamed. A Malamed of school children in those days, even now, it was not the, the greatest profession in terms of making a lot of money. And he eked by a living, very, very modest, very, very modest uh, at best. So, Maisa goes that it was one winter night. He's sitting with his family. At home, it's snowing outside. It's a very cold winter night in Russia. And they're all huddled by the stove, you know, to keep warm. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door. Bang, on the door. So they quickly rush to open the door. And they see Nebuch. There's an old man, there, an old Yid, covered in snow, shivering, carrying a, a knapsack. And uh, he doesn't even say any words. He's so freezing. So they say, quickly, they bring him in. They put him by the stove. They give him a blanket, a cup of tea, some soup to warm himself. And he can barely get out any words to explain how he got lost and so on. But they say, listen, don't worry about it. You rest. Rest your bones. Warm yourself. Tomorrow, we'll, 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 you know, we'll see what we can do. Fine. That's what he does. He rests the next morning. Meanwhile, the next morning, while everyone is still sleeping, this old Yid wakes up early and sort of uh, leaves a thank you note and, and leaves. Okay, fine. They did a mitzvah, maybe even to save the guy's life. But okay. A little bit later, the kids go to the father, the Malamed, and they say, you know, Tati, this person that, that stayed here last night, we noticed that he left his knapsack. So he's like, oh, okay. So they go over to the knapsack, and they, they pick it up. And the, guy, the, the father realizes this is, this is heavier than, than what an old man should be able to carry. And so they open it, and it's full of gold. Mamish, uh, a, a huge wealth over there. So he doesn't know what to do. He's going outside to look. This old man is far gone at this point. So the Yid doesn't know what to do. So he's not sure. He goes to the Rebbe. Who is his Rebbe? So his Rebbe was the Baltanya, the, 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 the first Lavitch Rebbe. So he goes to the Baltanya and he tells him what happened, this whole Maisa with the person. So the Baltanya has a you know, twinkle in his eye. He says, that was not an old man. That was Elianovi. And you could keep it Samatana that the Rebbe gave to you. So then the, the Malamed says, he says, okay, wow, that's amazing. I, I'm, a, I'm a simple Malamed. I wouldn't even know the first thing about business. I don't even know what to do with the money. Like, what do I do? I could pay my debts, but what do I do? With I, I don't know how to start a business, start a company. I don't know what to do. So there he says, don't worry. I'll give you Hadracha. You know, the Baltani was a bucky and everything. So the Baltani said, I'll give you Hadracha. So he said, you know, pay your debts, obviously. You know, buy a nice house. Whatever is, take care of the things you need to take care of that you can. And whatever is remaining... So I'll, I'll teach you, you know, I'll show you, you know, what to invest in. No, time goes on. The person, you know, grows accustomed to the business. And slowly but surely, he becomes a wealthy person in his own right. And he doesn't need the hadrach anymore. But whenever a business, you know, a new business deal or, or you know, venture would present itself, certainly he would go to the Rebbe for a bracha, for advice. And so one particular time, this, the, 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 the old Malamed now, already, not a Malamed anymore, so he goes to the Baltanya and he says, you know, I'm about to go to the big city, whether it be out of Moscow, whatever the big city was, and uh, I just want a bracha from the Rebbe. So the Rebbe says, okay, you know, yeah, you should be matzliach. And do me a favor, when you're there, maybe bring me back a present. So, so he goes to the city and he comes back a few weeks later and he comes to the Rebbe and the Rebbe's like, oh, do you have a present for me? He said, yeah, sure. So he presents him a, sil- a silver menorah, a shmektabak box, something. So the Rebbe's like, that's very nice. Not exactly the present I wanted. So he's like, okay, so I'll go back. Uh, next time you go for business, just let me know before and uh, I'll give you instructions. Okay. So a few months later, whatever the case may be, 
So the Yid is going back to the big city. So he goes to the Rebbe again. And he says, Rebbe, I'm going to the big city now. And, you know, last time I, 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 I got the wrong present, but maybe now Rebbe can give me exactly what he wants and I'll get 100% belief shalom. So the Rebbe says, I'll tell you like this, you know, when you're in the big city, did you ever go to the theater before? Like the opera or whatever? He's like, He's like, no. So I was like, it's not a bad idea. Maybe go to the theater. Make sure that it's only, you know, with men performing and everything, but, but go to the theater. Okay, very strange. It's fine. So he goes to the big city, does his business deals and so on. And uh, they always said, go to the theater. Fine. So he finds a, a theater that's just men singing and so on. So fine, he buys a ticket. But already now, you know, he's not uh, buying uh, a regular seat. He's going to buy a box seat, a chash of a seat. It's the first time there. He doesn't even know what it is, but he's going to buy a box seat. So fine, he buys uh, a ticket for a box seat, and he sits there. And this guy, the opera singer, is belting out whatever it is. He's used to the chazan and the shtibel. This is over his head. So he falls asleep. Fine. After the whole thing, the whole show is over, he's still sleeping. And so at some point, everything is already closed up, and the janitor is coming to clean uh, to clean the suites and so on. And so this janitor comes in, this Russian janitor comes in and sees this chassidah shayid sleeping in one of the seats. So he goes him over and gives him like a nudge. And he says, like, you know, what are you doing here? So he's like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I just fell asleep. So he's like, where you come from? So he started telling him, this janitor, he said, you know, I come from a certain shtetl and so on. And he mentioned the name. And the janitor's like, oh, do you know, do you know Zalmalu? Zalmalu. Do you mean the Baltanya? Zalman? Do you that's he said, yeah, 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 Zalman, he was a friend of mine. Do me a favor, when you go back, give him shalom. Tell him that Carl, the janitor, says hello. <laughs> okay. So so the Chassid realizes this must be something going on over here. So he goes back to Baltanya and he says, Rabbi, Carl the janitor says shalom. So oh. Carl says, Shalom, that was the that was the gift I wanted. Do me a favor, he says to the Chassid, next time you go back, I want to return the favor. Okay. So a few months later, wherever it is, he's going back to the big city. So he goes to the Baltanya, and he says, I'm going back. I, you know, Rebbe said that I, that, uh, I should tell you because you, know, you want to give something back to Carl. So he said, yeah, 100%. So the, 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 the Rebbe goes to, the, to his office, and he comes out with a, with a suitcase. And he says, take this and, and, and show it to Carl. So, okay, fine. So he goes to the theater, whatever it is, books the ticket again, waits till after the show's over. Carl's coming, sweeping up. And so he says, ah, oh, it's good to see you again. How's Zalma you doing? So Baruch Hashem, the Rebbe is doing just fine. And he wanted to give you shalom. So he, he, he sent me to give this to you, or to show it to you. And so he says, okay, let me see. So he takes a suitcase, he opens it up. And the chassid sees for the first, he didn't open the suitcase until now, that it's full of ksavim. It's full of ksavim. And the first title page of some uh, manuscript that the Tanya is planning on, on publishing First page is Tanya. It's a Sefer Lukutim Amar. It's a Sefer, sefer Tanya. And so Carl's looking through it. And he's like, oh, it's Taka. It's very good. Very, very good. So he closes it and he sends it back to the Chai. He says, go back to Zalma, you tell him. It's Kavaldik, it should be Matzliach. <laughs> so he goes back to the Altanya. Altanya says, oh, Carl the Janner said it will be Matzliach. We're good to go. That's the Maisa. So that's not a Haskama that you'll find in Sefer Tanya from Carl the Janner, but that's the Messiah of the Maisa that happened. No. What do you take from such a Maisa? There's a lot of things you can learn. First of all, you never know. You never know when you see a janitor who the janitor is. You never know. You never know. But that that but that idea of of the Baltani needing a haskama from from this year that's in some favarfinet place. 
because that's sometimes the way it takes. For a tzaddik to pick us up, we have to sort of be maskim. You have to, you have to want to be picked up. And so that's, that's sometimes the avayu. The tzaddikim of the generation, and the rabbanu shloilam, and Torah, the Torah, it's, it's, it's constantly trying to pick us up. We have to be maskim. So Hashem should help us. This, this week, we should all be maskim. Like the Car- like Carlo Jan, we should all be maskim that all. Tzadik Gavad Gesefer. And with that, we should be able to be picked up by the Tzadik Yemes and by the Rabbanu Shalom himself, Kaviyachal. The Vyaskal Tzadik Amen.